Welcome to Kinder Things. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and on this podcast, we're embarking on a journey to get a glimpse into the wondrous world of kindness. I'm as excited as you are to meet new guests, hear their stories, and learn from their insights. Just trying to make this podcast a platform for the little things, because that's where we see the real magic of life at work. Thanks for listening. guest we have today, a semi-professional Philadelphia-based crochet street and installation artist, Nicole Nikolic. Very fun name to say out loud, try it, Nicole Nikolic. She's been yarn bombing for less than two years, but has really dived into her creative self through this craft. We're going to hear how this endeavor has turned her life into more of an adventure. If you'd like to see some of Nicole's work, follow her on Instagram at laceinthemoon, that's at L-A-C-E underscore I-N underscore T-H-E underscore M-O-O-N. All right, let's hear some more from Nicole. Nicole, hey. Hey, Mike. Great to see you today. Good to see you. This is cool. I remember you just talking about it, I feel like not too long ago, and now like we're actually here. Here we are. It's nuts. It's really cool. Yeah, and um, you know, I know it's a really busy day for you. Yeah, no, no worries. I... Uh, I'm so excited to be here. Big opening day, right? Yeah. The fashion dist- district. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a piece at the new fashion district on yeah. like 10th and Market. Um, like eight by eight? Eight by eight feet. And it's really cool. The space, you know, it's part like mall. They're reopening the gallery, but they have put so much money and effort and time into making it like a public art space too. They spent like over a million dollars on public art, local artists cool. alone. And there's like... Um, just a lot of cool features that it's not going to be like your typical mall or gallery again. They have yeah. a lot of local local really, stores and stuff. Really intrigued. Yeah. Um, I'm going to swing by tonight. You are? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be there later? No, I won't. So there's like an actual like opening party for the murals tomorrow from okay. 6 to 8. But the um, it actually opened today at noon. So it's like officially you can go in. Um, yeah. And what I'm a part of, there's 10 murals by 11 local Philly artists. Cool. And they're really incredible. Nice. There's like gallery artists. It's like a mixture of gallery artists, street artists, light artists. I'm the yarn artist. Like it's really cool. It's a bunch of different stuff. The yarn stuff. bomber. <laughs> I'm the yarn bomber. That's nuts. Um, and it's called, the piece is called I Change with the Seasons. Yeah. So it's called I Change, but then the text in the center um, says I Change with the Seasons. Yeah. And Colors that look so beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait to check it you. out. Yeah, thank you. I uh, wanted to make it kind of fall. Yeah. You know, Uh and I guess for anybody, they can't really see what I'm talking about, but it's kind of, it's like you said, eight by eight foot. um, Dude. And your time lapse of it. Like, it's so fun to watch. Like, dude, your social media. I don't know. (laughs) I get very, I mean, just like your personality comes out, makes me like really happy. Uh, I don't know. Just you're very ins- inspiring. Oh, thank yeah, you. So. I guess fortunately and unfortunately, you know, it's all about the gram sometimes. So, yeah. but that time lapse thing that I do, I uh-huh. feel like it's kind of becoming my signature thing. At one point, I was like, "Is, is this getting old? Me doing no. all these time lapses?" That's it's what people great. keep telling me. Okay, yeah, cool, dude. You put a lot of time into that and effort. You know, so oh yeah, really appreciate it. That's something I think people don't realize 
is the amount of time it takes me to make some of my installations. Yeah. And a lot of that spent alone. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were just talking about that a little bit before uh, earlier today. Right? Yeah, exactly. So trying to find that balance between creating on your own and being in your own space, but also like sometimes I need to get out because I'm going crazy just sitting by myself. Yeah. And so it's having... actually hard to find that for an artist or in my medium right now. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. And, you know, finding like a community space like our engineer, uh, Jimmy had mentioned earlier, it sounds like a really cool uh, lead for you. Yeah, that's that's the next step of my of, I think that'll propel me to the next step in my career or level or whatever kind of yeah. is when I can that'll having a space to actually get out and be in like, okay, this is my creative space. Yeah. As far as right now, my studio is in my room. So it's like I wake up, and okay, I'm ready to create, but also like there's my pile of laundry and it's yeah. like, oh, my bed's right there. I could take a real quick nap. Like, uh-huh. no, that's not good. You want to journey to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to like get in the space and be like, okay, this is now creative time <laughs> so it's hard I, that's something i didn't realize i was yeah. going to struggle with um because yeah. this is all really new for me unforeseen obstacles <laughs> yeah that's an interesting one because it seems so great to work out of your home like oh it's gonna be awesome yeah. and i don't, I don't need to go out right. into that crazy world no. <laughs> no. but yeah this is all like my crochet journey is pretty new for me um been doing it almost i'd say full time about a year but i only started about two years ago so it's Cool. It's pretty, uh, still very new trying to figure it out. Yeah. And having like people around like a creative space, like you're just, you love improv and yeah, um, I feel like those kind of same similar interests guided us together in the service industry where we really like, we had a great cast of coworkers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And, like showing up was almost like a uh, episode of a show. Oh, I agree. And that's something that I really enjoy about the service industry. I've, you know, I quit my corporate job last year in order to pursue my art and I've only been in the restaurant industry for about a year now. That's but crazy. That is what is so great about it. It's like it's other creatives and other people yeah. like me or not like me, but doing the same kind of thing where it's like, you know what? We weren't happy doing something else. Like, let's OK, I'm going to yarn and work at a restaurant. I'm so much more <laughs> happier doing that <laughs> than working at some corporate place. Yeah. And it's just cool to be around other people who have that same kind of mindset. That's great to have the intuition to dive into that. Yeah. And you're a natural. That's crazy. <laughs> only uh, only one year. Man, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely a challenge. It feels yeah. like longer than a year sometimes. I haven't even seen you since uh, Italy. How did that go? It was really magical. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it cool. really was. Cool. Um, I guess I can kind of talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. So I was chosen um, as an artist to go to a little town in Italy called Trevento. And it was about four hours east of Rome by train. And they were having the first ever National Yarn Bombing Day. <laughs> yeah, it's a and thing. And you got invited. So I got invited. That's um, so so cool. 70 artists participated, and most of them shipped in work from all around the world. Wow. Yeah. 70? And you, 70 artists. They're like, hey, Philadelphia, send us your <laughs> best yarn bomber. Yes. That's so well, sick. Everyone was actually like had the invitation to actually go. Yeah. But only about 20 artists actually ended up going um, to the actual space to go help install and just yeah. kind of be there for the start of this festival. That's so cool. Yeah. It was so it was like so, you know, they had asked like if you can come, that's great. If you can't, just submit a piece. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going and I wasn't gonna go. I was like, you know what, this is it was like a lot. They weren't paying for any travel or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I came across a little bit of extra money and I was like, you know, like this is 
like this is me in like a weekend. How can I pass this up? Yeah. So I just I made it happen. Dude. And it was really cool because I got to the space. And so what I ended up doing is I covered um, the bus stop at the heart of the city. So this city called Trevento, it's look, it's at the at and around 365 steps that lead up and around the whole city. And right at the Ooh. center, there is a bus stop. And I ended up covering the entire bus stop in crochet. Whoa. So all the seats, all the inside. So that was really cool. Butterflies web? Was that what yeah, that was called? I called it, yeah, I called it. It didn't really have a name, but I called I like it that. like the mariposa web, butterfly web. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you see it, it kind of looks... For it's just sure. a bright, beautiful... There's really big holes all kind of in it as opposed to like really small crochet. Usually yeah. when people think of crocheting, you're thinking of more of like scarves or stuff like that. My work is really large scale, bright, bold. So it's just it it was just a lot of color. Yeah. <laughs> so basically there were 70 pieces of art and mm -hmm. it was almost kind of like a scavenger hunt. They the people who set this festival up they I was blown away they so they had like a map and everything and you kind of go and find all the 70 pieces of art throughout this tiny town wow and uh, it, the best part was at one point I was doing my installation in the bus stop and there were about three other girls who had traveled there also from around the world and I was they were like do you need help I was like actually yeah that'd be great if you could help me because it was a lot of work to yeah actually sew in all the pieces on site. Cool. I didn't have any dimensions or anything. So I kind of made pieces that I thought would fit and we all sewed it together. So it was me and two girls from Brazil and a girl from Chile. And so what? it was like, That's everyone so could cool. speak a little bit of English um, or Portuguese or Italian. So even though it was a little bit hard to communicate at first, somehow like we all were able to communicate. Everybody speaks yarn. Everybody speaks <laughs> yarn. I'm not even kidding, Mike. <laughs> We all like we Dude, just knew what we, that's we the spoke crochet. That's the slogan. <laughs> it was really everybody speaks <laughs> yarn. That's it so was really great. special. And I had a moment we were standing there. I just like started tearing up because I was like, like these are my people. Like you, not everyone understands my love for yeah. yarn and crochet. But I was with people who like get it. Yeah, they do the same thing yeah. all around the world. Wow. And I like stood back and I was just like, that's this is really such special. a great moment. Wow. Yeah. You were rewarded for the, your journey with that moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know, you know, you compensated financially, but that moment, mm -hmm. that's like the reward. Oh, is, absolutely. It's like, wait, all these people from all around this giant globe and like, here we are. We're here together. With the yarn. With the because yarn. Because of the yarn. <laughs> it's <laughs> a common thread, you know? It's, it's so sweet. It yeah. was, yeah, it was really special. So, and just... Being in this town, we were in a really small town that, you know, never usually gets all of these travelers and the people there were just so thankful and kind that we that we journeyed to them. And I was like, are you kidding me? Thank you for <laughs> inviting me. Yeah. And at one point we um, some of the girls I had met, you know, we had cooked dinner in our room one night and we were just sitting on the stoop outside drinking some wine and people were, it was like midnight and people were still, everything happened so late there, still walking around the town looking at all the art and one of the pieces was actually right outside of our house. Cool. And we were sitting there and they were like, you're the artist. We're like, yeah. And mm -hmm. they were just like, thank you. And 20 people just started <laughs> clapping for us. And we were like, what is up? And we all started dancing and we were like, wait, do any of you know where some more wine is? And one of the women was like, come to my 
my house. We'll get you one. <laughs> so we all are just walking to this woman's house and she gives us two bottles of Prosecco. And it was just like, yeah, that would, I love Philly, so but that wild. would never happen in Philly. Uh-uh. No, so no, I was no. Like, Do you have wine? I'd be like, you're an alcoholic. Go. <laughs> You know, it was just kind of a different pace of life and just a really great gratitude. So it was a really special opportunity um, that I hope I'll experience again, but I I, I don't know if I will because it was that special. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, eager to see where uh, this journey takes you for sure. Yeah, I kind of just started at, you know, I only started about two years ago and I started yarn bombing the streets of Philly is how it's began and it's kind of grown since then. But I started one to like give back to people. And honestly, the main reason I do it is to just make people smile. Um, But I really started it for me too to find a creative outlet. You know, I've always loved art. I've always tried to paint, tried to draw, tried to find a medium Mm -hmm. that I, and I was okay at those things. But when I found yarn, mm-hmm. I was like, this is my medium. That, so it's been so a way sweet. to like give back to the community, but like, I guess in a selfish way, like give back to myself too. And yeah. that shouldn't be selfish um, to give back. To no, yourself, it's your, you're just refining your creative self. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that don't, don't lose that. You're seriously such a joy to be around. And uh, <laughs> you're just like, your colorful en- energy is just like, it's awesome. I'm just really glad we, our orbits have intersected. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Color is my energy, would you say? Oh, you get so many <laughs> different, uh, all, all brighter. Okay. Like a lot of them Ooh. Um, almost borderline neon orange and neon lavender. Yes. Maybe um, that's why I'm drawn pinkish. to those colors in my art. Yeah, yeah. neon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's it's good just, to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You have um, another story you want to share? Yeah, so let's see. I um I guess kind of my favorite part about crocheting is when I actually do an installation out in the sh- like so right now it started as street art and I'm trying to grow it kind of a little bit bigger too. I want to do bigger projects and the f- my like wish list projects right now are even larger than eight by eight foot murals. And one day I want to cover a children's hospital. Like that's the dream. That's years yeah. from now, but one day. Okay. But, Gotta have um, a vision. But this, as far as when I do my like street art and installation art, just like for myself, the best part of it every time is interacting with the people who walk by and interacting with the public and just like watching their reactions. And that is absolutely my favorite part of all of this. Cool. And, you know, sometimes it's funny. People will just stop and like watch for a little bit and not really say anything. And I don't really like engage a conversation unless they want to, because I don't, I don't know what they're thinking or whatnot. Yeah. But a lot of times people will engage a conversation with me and I've had some funny encounters. Um, let's see. One time I was doing an installation and uh, this guy came up to me and he, it was on Kelly Drive and this guy came up to me, he was biking and he, he had come by before and I just noticed him because he had kind of like slowly turned his head and watched me. And you, know, you can feel when people are watching. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, so I noticed when he came back and he got off his bike, he was watching for a bit and he was like, yo, like, this is so cool. <laughs> like, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. I was like, oh, yeah, great. He was like, wow, like, I just, you know, the universe is going to reward you in some way. And he was like, and you know what? I. I'm going to be 
the universe right now. I'm going to reward you. And I was like, okay, what? All right. I was like, it's a little weird. He's like, hold on. And he like goes over to his backpack and gets something out. He's like, for your good work, the universe is going to reward you. Take this. And he like handed me this like little card and it was like $10 off Grubhub. (laughs) Thank you. Like I'll use this. That's great. It was great. No one was around me, and I just started laughing because well, I'm like, gonna be the universe. Get ten dollars off at Grubhub for you. That's so good. <laughs> oh, so you get was it. Really funny. You, you embrace the absurdity. Yeah, I love it. why not? Yeah. And like, hey, that's ten dollars off some food. That's great. Like, I'll take it. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I always do at the end of each episode. I kind of pick a song that reminds me of a person and. I really, I took a lot of time to like think of a song for you. Like originally I was going to pick Unravel by Bjork just because okay. she says, while you are away, my heart comes undone, slowly unravels like a ball of yarn. And it's very sweet. Yeah. But that song doesn't really get your energy. I chose uh, the song Could I Be by Sylvanesso. You know, I love Sylvanesso. Okay. But awesome. for some reason this song isn't coming right. to mind. Well, that's you know, that's just your homework assignment is okay. to listen to that. <laughs> and um yeah, for you listeners, uh the artist's name is Sylvan Esso, E S S O, and the name is uh, the song is Could I Be? So yeah, check it out. And I also ju- just need you to pick a number between eleven and three hundred and twenty. Between eleven and three hundred and twenty. Okay, let's do 248. Oh, a 200s. I don't think. Am I the first in the 200s, maybe? Uh Uh-huh. Two quotes. Very nice. Uh, First is by Frank Clark. It's, we've put more effort into helping folks reach old age than into helping them enjoy it. Hmm. Okay. And then the other one is by uh, Frederick William Robertson. We win by tenderness. We conquer by forgiveness. And I like that one. Sweet. Yeah. Those are your two quotes. Uh, Thanks so much for for being here today. Thank you, Mike. This was great. And I'm so glad you're doing this. And it's cool to see you in this element. Yeah, definitely would love to uh, catch up soon. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. See you. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of Kinder Things. Hope you've enjoyed the time spent. If you ever feel so inclined to share a story or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to kinderthingspodcast at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at kinderthingspodcast. Have a great night.